leka high, make a hiney ho. <laughs> make a leka high, make a hiney ho. To you, Shaq Gomez, good morning, good sir. Welcome to Content good Content. What Doesn't say it feel they? good to say that? It does feel good. I, I, I gotta say. It kind of, you know, it's it's nice because it's, it kind of sets us to not take ourselves too seriously, like right away. That's true. And that is important. Even though it's early, it's important to not be serious. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> but I never knew when I was watching that show as a kid how important it would be to me many years later. <laughs> Oh, you know I did. I did. Man. Oh, you did. You had a yeah, you had a fever dream one time. Where... Made an impact on me early in life. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it's pretty profound, uh, dude. I gotta say, this guy was was not going anywhere. <laughs> that, we uh, had a connection. Yeah, as soon as he just yeah, you know, as soon deep. as Pee Wee would open that box like that. Yeah, he and I saw that green was... face. <laughs> I was captivated. <laughs> well, it's quite captivating, I must say. Um, well, Mike, here we are, Sunday morning. It's the month of May. We certainly had a rainy wow. April in uh, yeah. in New York City. April showers, as far as I heard, they bring the May flowers. So uh, I'm certainly hoping for... Now, let me ask you this, Mike. When you're walking around outside, there's some latest CDC guidelines. Are you taking the mask off when you walk around outside? I kind of was. Um... I, I've been I've been moving in that direction, you know. Me too. I like it. Um, I really like it. Gotta say, I still got to get my second shot. Um, Me too. But from my my uh, son Noel, he's a pretty smart kid, and he told me that after like, the first Pfizer, I should have um, as much immunity as someone who had COVID. Is that so? Yeah, so the second one is like an, an is like an extra, like boost or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. And uh, well, Noel the, is is the smartest person I know, so I'm going to defer <laughs> to him. Yeah, I, I do. He when is he my primary it, care physician. <laughs> yeah, when he says it, it's like um, it's funny though. I mean, it's a lot of it is so psychological. I mean, well, that's true. As my well. youngest, we we went out to celebrate something last night and. You know, he's more, uh, he sees a lot of people mm. and he's like, I'm not taking my mask off. <laughs> he's like, cause it was pretty crowded. Like, uh, right. I mean, they had the glasses separating. We went, we went out to eat and yeah. Um, but it was crowded. It mm-hmm. was, I mean, the, the restaurant was like booming. I think people are like ready to go, you know? Sure. And, uh, I mean, they ran out of like, I wanted to get, uh, it's an Italian restaurant. So I like to get my, my Peroni beer usually. Oh Yes. And uh, Dave, he was like, listen, sorry, we've been so busy today <laughs> that all we have left. And this is like no disrespect to to these beers. Sure. Because they're like foundational beers for America. That's right. But when this is all you have left, it's been a good day at the bar. Budweiser <laughs> and Coors Light. I mean, come on. <laughs> that's when you know the bar is doing good all day. Bar's doing that That's high. all they got left because that's. I mean, that's what you might drink if they were on sale. You you bought some for the fridge. Uh, yeah, you were going to a but football game. But you go out game. somewhere. That's not really the first pick, really. No, you're like, I'm going to a fancy restaurant tonight so I can have yeah. two Coors Light. <laughs> I could do the Coors Light at a barbecue during the summer, exactly. really cold. Exactly, out of the it's, cooler. Sure. That works. Have a but, couple hot dogs. But not when you're going out with the family. <laughs> well, that is encouraging. And I do think I will stand by, and I think this is a commonly held sentiment, that this summer it's going to be good vibes all around. 
Like everybody's yeah, going to be out and about and happy to see one another. Um, <clears throat> did I tell you, Mike, that I, I got an outdoor venue to the Content Content Faithful? May 19th, the old boy hosted an outdoor comedy show. Did I tell you that? You mentioned you were working on it, but I didn't That's know right. that it landed. It did indeed land near the Barclays Center. Whoa. Wednesday, uh, May 19th. So things are opening back up. Things are Wednesday, happening. Wednesday, May 19th. At what time? 7 p.m. it'll be. 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. It'll be myself All and right, man. comedians who are far funnier than I. It's going to be a fantastic time. Are you gonna go? Are you going up? Or are you just like setting everything up and, and hosting? I'm doing everything. So I'll go up, do right. ten minutes up top, and then do a little hosting in between. All right. Um, Maybe I'm I'll go out there and, and heckle you a little bit. Is that you all right? Should, you should. Only spiritual heckles from you, though. <laughs> <laughs> You're a great but I thought, but I thought you didn't know. You said that you know you don't know. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. Um, this guy. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's going to be fantastic. Um, well, Mike, it seems as if you have maybe sparked a conversation even before the show started this morning. Yes, and I understand why why now Joanne and Anna watch the show. <laughs> it's because they appear to be Because they wake up really early. <laughs> so it's, it's just it's like they're up real early. We're up early. It's like, all right, let's watch content content. Um, Makes sense. Yeah, no, just kidding. I mean, uh, we're grateful for for you guys and that of you course. watch the show. And and I'm gonna just uh, we're just gonna touch on it a little bit because I was gonna reply to comments, but I'm like, we're we're getting on the show. This is a good combo. And uh, so I I made a post and um, yeah, you did this post this morning, Mike. Like as you first yes, woke up, yes, because or something? I wanted to trigger people. Basically, <laughs> good for you. That's what <laughs> Facebook is for. It's just stirring the pot. <laughs> What's up, Navi? <laughs> More so, yeah, nothing. I mean, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, so, here we go. I'm going to read what I wrote. Um, everyone out there sucks. I hate everyone. No, just kidding. Uh, yeah, so, you woke up on the wrong side of the bed this morning. <laughs> so, it says, there's a big difference between getting where you want to be and where you need to be. That's why we make plans and God laughs is so real. We really don't know what we need. We only know what we want. So um, what I was kind of saying with that is, uh, yo, what's up, Fernando? Morning. So what I was kind of saying with that is like um, I I went, I kind of had this 20-year journey, <clears throat> I would say. Uh, specifically, there's a, I want to say it started in 2000 three-ish you know like the the specific part of it and um it came to a close and when it came to a close there was a lot of things that kind of just got revealed to me let's say um without getting into specifics and that's what kind of inspired that comment because i was like man i wanted um i wanted something back in 2003 and I would pray about it I um and it's a spiritual thing it has nothing to do with uh any it's a specifically spiritual thing and you know I wanted that and I went about to to kind of attain it you know 
studying, doing different things, whatever, you know, whatever. Um, and I kind of, you know, after years and years of moving in that direction, kind of just forgot about it, you know, and, and left it to be, uh, you know, whatever, whatever it is, it is, you know, you, sometimes you get to that point where you kind of let go of a dream, let's say, or, or something you have faith in, mm. you kind of let it go. Um, so I kind of let it go and, you know, unbeknownst to me, God universe was still making it happen, but in a way that I could never a once again, not in a way that I would have wanted <laughs> really <laughs> You know, God does painful work in way. mysterious ways. Yeah, mysterious, painful, beyond anything I could. Not always the imagine. most efficient. Yeah. If someone imagined it and told me, I'd say, "Why couldn't you just Why would it do be this?" Like <laughs> um, but you know, coming at when you're at the when you're at the end point of something and starting something new, like a new chapter. Excuse me, you get this like insight that you can only get at the end. Uh, you just can't get it anywhere. You know, stuff started to be clear to me, like even, even prophetic words that people had given me. You know that they would say they would. You know, because in in a, you know in the Christian circles I was in, uh, it's not uncommon for someone to just kind of give you a word. Um, this particular, uh, I think her name was Jeannie. She said something to me once, and and it was like. You know that that came clear, like you know what she said. It happened, um, and you can't really discern a lot of things. You know, like is this really God's voice? Is this? You don't know, you know. So you're just kind of like walking through things and living in this cloud. Sometimes, you know. Mm. I mean, you can claim to know. It's a you know whatever your confidence and your faith, <clears throat> but um. For me, I didn't get answers until it was done. It all made sense all of a sudden. Imagine that, you know, this long, long journey. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, wow, that, you know, it, I get it. I get that. That's what this, you know, oh, and that, oh, whoa, you know, it's like this overload. Like, you know, I had this like high uh, for the last three days, like, uh, and uh, between different things that happened. And that's what kind of inspired that. And, and I want to be. You know, and why I wanted to talk about it on the show is because even when we finished, by the way, guys, we had an awesome uh, interview with PK. I mean, what an amazing person. Shout out to PK if she's watching. Um, man, I just, I, I, you know, uh, she. by the way, she sent a, a message, you know, thanking us again. She sent me a message. And uh, I think she's so cool, man. That's just the best word. She's just the coolest <laughs> She's pretty like, damn cool. Like, uh, yeah, like my son used to say, "Cool beans," you know. She's cool beans. Cool bean, the coolest man. So, <laughs> um, anyway, that's that's a whole other thing. I digress, but uh, we did talk about something when we when we closed the show because we had some conversation with PK afterwards, hmm. and we did kind of talk about something that's happening with deconstructing, reconstructing, um. And you kind of can see that in the conversation, you know, like Joanne, hopefully you're watching. Hello. Good morning. Um, so I want to read your comment. And it says like, uh, 
responding to what I said. You don't think God allows us a certain amount of decision making based on the desires he's placed in us by design. This year I was exposed to the thought that God trusts us to walk out our lives and make good choices. And this is the part that I really liked. That blew my mind. But it's only the only explanation for why people who don't acknowledge him live very blessed lives. I think we put things we've been taught. I'm not able to, in parentheses, I'm not able to function correctly unless I'm asking God's permission for my choices. And then close parentheses. Way above our divine design and it binds us to ideas over living the freedom Jesus came to give us. If I've misread what you're say, saying, she apologized. No, you didn't. You didn't. And I, I love what you said because, <clears throat> and this is why I wanted to talk about it. Mm. Um, because that blew my mind. You can see the deconstruction. See, if you, you know, I'm I'm for, fortunate and unfortunate because coming from the cult background, I and and what I've been through in deconstructing, I completely relate with Joanne. Like when she said that, when she said that blew my mind. I remember when stuff was blowing my mind, you know, and I'm like, oh, God, I know what you mean. You know, and it, it almost hurts to hear her say that because it's like she was in the same prison I was in and she's getting out of it and she's freeing herself. So it's like this in her comment. There's so much beauty, you know what I mean? And so much like power of, you know, I can make, you know, what people don't get is like when you're in these situations, <clears throat> the fact that you can. The simplicity of what what secular people take for granted, you know, of making their own choices and and think in a strict cultish fundamentalist environment, it's all about God, aka the leader of the group, um, and what they think and what you should do, and they're constantly, you know, breaking you down, and you know, so you have this, and like. I just want to say, Joanne, like, it's beautiful. You know, the fact that you're you're opening yourself into that, you know, like you're like, no, I can't. You know, it's not just about God. And I can see why it kind of it triggered those responses, because uh, unfortunately, I've been there, you know, and it, really bad. So, you know, it's kind of funny, like people will post things on on. Uh, <laughs> they'll be talking about like these bad groups and I'll be like, I can. This is not something I ever wanted to one up anyone on, but they'll be like. <laughs> And then this happened, and my and I'd be like, "Oh, really? Well, this is what they used to do where I was." And I'd be like, oh, damn, you know, like I, it's like I can just come, like, "Oh, word, that's that sounds pretty uh, awful." And then I say, "Well, this is what happened where I was." And I'm like, "Oh my god, really? That's pretty bad." So now they're like, "Oh, yeah, maybe I'm mine didn't have it so bad." Um, and it's even worse than me, you know, because I, I met people when I would go to Ixa, yeah, I'm and sure. have those uh, meetings. And man, some of the, I mean, when you live with the cult. Those like when people live in a community live, mm. I mean, you don't want to know about those stories. There's no At least escaping. I didn't have that. That's the that's when you really have drama, yeah, right, and trauma. Mm, yeah. So now let's move on to. I so so Joanne's comment is basically saying like, um, that God does give us the freedom to have some choices, and that that is yeah. important as well. Mm-hmm. Um. And I think that's a nice a way to harmonize the kind of determinism versus free will kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, is that, yeah, you are presented with scenarios that you have little to no control over. 
and yet you still have a choice. You still, yes. and that is, in fact, part of the God concept also. Yes. Um, which is quite beautiful, I think. Yeah, it's it's this journey, you know, and, and I was talking with Erica uh, yesterday morning. Like, we had a moment together. It was, it was like, beautiful, um, where we, we were seeing things, like, just unfold, like, as we were talking about them, of, and everything made sense. And it's nice when you have another person to witness something like that, you know, because it makes you, it kind of, I mean, it validates wh- what's happening. You know what I mean? It's like two, two is the number of witness. So two people, you know? Mm. And, um, so like it, it's like this journey we were saying, like where you're grinding out, you're moving, you're walking, you're going. And sometimes it's this, sometimes it's that. But you just keep going, and mm-hmm. and sometimes your faith is a little empty. Sometimes it's very full. And these things do not, you know, these God things, <laughs> you know, these spiritual, um, they're no joke. Like when you when you pursue something in in that realm, and you 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 wanna you wanna be blessed in the spirit. Let me tell you something, man. You think it's a gr- the grind in the music business is rough? <laughs> <laughs> this is crazier. Yeah, and it's all. Uh, I would agree. And it's all meant to work this way, you know. But I don't want to digress too much. Right. Well, it does briefly uh, remind me, Mike, of PK's story, where you know she only had fifteen dollars to her name, but she put it all in the collection plate. Yes. I mean, that is a radical amount of faith. And dealing very much with the material circumstances of her life. Uh, and yet yes. she had enough faith to do that. And, you know, it's a risky business to have faith in the universe. But it is something worth playing with because it's the way to have the kind of biggest payoffs of life, which are indeed yeah. not material but spiritual, like you are saying. Yeah. And, and, uh, and I love the, uh, you know, the, the foundation. See, those moments... You know, for PK, it was the 15. For me, it's one something else. And this is what I'm trying to get to. For mm-hmm. Derek, for you, it's 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 something else. So we're all, like, we got to really learn to love and embrace each other's journey. We're all so unique, you know, like, and this, this is what I love about these comments, you know. And then, you know, you have, so Anna jumps in and she said, God only laughs at our plans when we don't consult him before making them. So long as our plans are part of his plan for us, we are good to go. So she's coming from this like very confident, um, I know what God wants for me. We're in agreement. You know, that that's a whole different perspective to have, right? Mm. Which can actually trigger someone who was in a cult like me easily. I was going to say that's a little we're, more strict. Because we've been abused absurdly with that with that kind of thing his plan oh yeah because his plan they've abused it right they've they've butchered something that is beautiful and made it ugly and painful and used it to hurt people and destroy them right so like that could the way that works in a in a in a bad environment in a cult or in a hyper fundamentalist uh christian church is that you know for example if pk let's let's go back to her story if if the fifteen dollars was put away in faith and she didn't get the fifteen dollars, then you're gonna have some proud, 
happy as anything legalistic person roll up to her and say <laughs> you know See, why that happened where's PK? your god now <laughs> you know why because you don't have faith oh yeah because your yeah. plans don't line up with god's plans well and, and that's, that's why that fault. triggers me a little bit and i'm just I being honest see why. i can see why. but i want to say something at the same time as it triggers me because i've been hurt so much by the by the the cult I've come out at the other side now and I can still embrace what, what Anna said because I know where she's at. And that's a beautiful place. She's resting in her father's hands. She's like, man, I'm, this is what God wants for me. This is what I want. And we're walking, we're holding hands. And I think that is, that's why, that's why I really wanted to talk about this because it, it relates to what PK was talking to with us afterwards of we can end up on the on the other side we can we can deconstruct reconstruct and end up on the other side in the same place and actually I, I when me me and Erica were talking about this yesterday and I'd like to an an analogy came to me and I think it's phenomenal you know I don't want to pat you know I don't feel, it, it came to me it, it was spiritual it didn't come from me so but I really do want to pat myself on the back but I can't because it would be wrong <laughs> Because it really say, didn't I come from me. It came it, from man. that moment and everything that happened and like this energy that right. we were like in, in the midst of. Mm. Um, the way I the way I described it at that moment, because I had like this moment of clarity, mm. one of those rare moments, was that we have this 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 house we built. We furnish it. We we make it how we want to, or how our belief and faith wants us to whatever but, but we we build it we live in it so we've got this kitchen we've got this, this furniture we've painted it this way and then we realize this is terrible this is a this is a bad house you should you shouldn't have this type of stove you shouldn't do this you shouldn't do that this is terrible so then we we kind of go and we and we kind of leave and we're like, no, this is no good. But what we end up doing is in the same, that's why I said we kind of leave. In that same house, we redecorate it. We say, no, this is the stove we're putting in here. This is this. This is the furniture. Oh, this is wrong to use a basement for this. We're not going to do that anymore. And we move back into that same house. And we behave the same way. It's painted different. It looks different. We say it's this is a different type of home. This is this. But it's the same spiritual home. Cosmetically, we changed it. Mm -hmm. But it's the same. But what I believe is that God wants this. And this is, you know, this is just my opinion. I believe God wants us to recognize, like my brother Kyle says, that we're divine God is in us, and that's the home he dwells in. So stop even living in a home. Stop building a home. Stop decorating it. Stop trying to tell people this is the home you need to live in. Because God's already living in every single one of us. Mm. He's there. He's, in, he's with you. He's with me. He's with Anna. He's with Joanne. 
Anna's on her journey. Joanne's on her journey. Michael's on his journey. Derek's on his journey. He's there. He's living, dwelling. Mm. So we need not, you know, build up a church, for example. But we could start reinterpreting. What does building a church mean? Building a church could mean building Derek. Building mm. Michael. So we got to like, as we deconstruct, we can build a place, not not a house or a place, a physical place, but we can build a an ideology, let's say, where Anna's on her journey and that's okay. Joanne's on her journey and that's beautiful. And Michael's on his journey and that's nice. And Derek's on his journey and that's pretty cool. And we're like, like going back to my pixels. I love my pixels, you know, and mm-hmm. we're all this pixel on this big screen TV. You know, you can tell I'm a, I'm a technician, right? Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where everything ends up. You know, next thing I'll be, uh, you know, spiritualizing patch bays and, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, encoding and decoding and, you mm-hmm. know, power cycling <clears throat> your life. Yeah. Let's power cycle <laughs> our lives. Um, I like to so that's why I wanted to tr- touch on it. Well, I think, and, you that's- know, that's quite fascinating, Mike, and, and it speaks to a number of things that are quite pertinent to our, uh, let's say, current moment. Like the idea that um, you know we need to change <coughs> our material circumstances to feel better about who we are, which of course is something we talked about a lot too, um, is kind of building a house, and that's what we consider even like modern Western life to be, as we slowly accumulate more and more things. And sometimes we consider experiences in that, but it's more often about, well, I moved from a tiny apartment, then I got a little house, then I got a bigger house, and I had an old shitty couch, and then I got a nicer couch, and then I got a, and then, you know, I had a dog, and then I got married, and then I had kids, and then I had more kids, and we sort of accrue material things, and that's even like uh, true of like, yeah, some experiences and some teachings as well. But it's still rooted in, you know, Alan Watts talking about the, our obsession with our individual differences that we kind of, because yeah. we, we operate from a negative self-concept, um, we think that the answers have to come from outside of us, that we have to go out into the world and dig through all the crap and then figure out what actually is good and then we bring that in. And so we cobble this all together. And then, as you're mentioning, so often, we, you know, people tend to be it at any age, but it is commonly referred to culturally as a midlife crisis, wherein you realize, I think, that the house that you have built within your own mind, of course, and, and indeed the physical house that you have sometimes built in your life, you realize is not really giving you the, um, it's not nourishing you mentally, physically, spiritually, the way that you were told expressly that it would. Um, And when we only define ourselves by the material circumstances that we live in, um, then the first idea is, well, I need to rearrange this stuff. I need to throw away some of this stuff. I need to paint the walls. I need to get rid of this. I've always hated this ottoman. Let me get rid of this and I'll get get the ottoman of my (coughs) dreams that I want to get. Yeah. And all that really equates to uh, is a rearranging of the deck chairs um, that doesn't really do much about how it's not, 
This is like back to Buddha. Uh, it's not really the house that you live in. It's how you feel about the house that you live in. And how you feel about something is a spiritual concept and not necessarily um, the material reality. Um, it makes me think of uh, Ramdas said, you know, people, people used to come to him all the time and say, you know, I'm on my spiritual journey and my partner, they just don't get it. You know, and they're not really like on my level. So what do you think? Should I break up with my partner? And Ramdas would always say, you know, honestly, um, it makes no difference. It's it's all about your it's all up to you whether you <laughs> yeah. the person could be super enlightened, quote unquote, or super not enlightened. If anything, that could make the more difficult journey. Yeah, exactly. They, you because might this, feel if like you're with someone who's super them. enlightened, then they're probably going to be thinking of you the same way you're thinking of your <laughs> exactly. partner. They're going to kick you to the curb. <laughs> they're going to kick you to the curb. Yeah. <laughs> and um, yeah, it is interesting that uh, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. It's not what it is, it's how you feel about it. And, you know, to your point about being able to appreciate other people's journey and where they are at, you do have to kind of operate from uh, a place of appreciate, like alongside material things often comes a jealousy of, oh, why don't I have this? Or why didn't this thing work out with? And again, when we're obsessed with our individual differences and everybody has their thing, I wish I was taller, I wish I was shorter, I wish I was had this, I wish I had that. Then it becomes this competitive thing, and we're exclusively in the realm of material things. Yeah. And it makes people jealous and angry and upset. And what this person <clears throat> didn't work as hard as I. But from a spirit, if we were to see everyone's like spiritual core, if that's what they presented, um, we'd see a lot of babies, myself included. And yeah. we would see how vulnerable we all are at almost all times, and how the best way to for us to mature spiritually would not be to play in this competitive game it would be indeed to appreciate everyone's stance uh and where they are at and i'd like to you know uh continue with the house thing just a little bit more because i think there's more there too because as you elaborated on it you made me think of it even more in in a deeper way because it's kind of like going over to someone's house, right? This is this is how we could this is how we could treat each other and we really do most of the time um in the spiritual sense, you know? It's like you come over, someone's invited you. Cuz when we're having conversation, I just invited you to my to my spiritual home. I'm like, "Come on over. This is this is me. This is like who I am." In so when you come over to Yeah, right. In this conversation it should be so when you come over, are you this person? <laughs> I'm just asking. I'm not being I'm not trying to, you know, beat you up here. Right. But are you the one who like, oh, that pain is tacky. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't believe they did that. Why do they need such a big house? <laughs> you know? It's just two of them. I mean, come on. <laughs> you know it, and you you get where i'm going i don't have to continue right yes yes or are you saying i'm going to see my friend joe and his and his wife let's say and 
man, we haven't seen each other in a long time. I'm so happy to see them. How are you doing? This is wonderful. You you could say maybe you don't like the color of it, but it does. You're saying to yourself, "That's not what this is about." Mm. And I feel like the color, the this is are those um, spiritual differences of opinion, of journey, of so so. If we can just say, you know, Mike likes weird couches. <laughs> that's great. That's fine. You know, like he has a very uncomfortable couch. You know what I'm saying? But like he likes it, and that's fine. And just leave it. <laughs> and be like, but I like Mike. You know what I mean? Like I'm here for Mike and let's talk. And because, you know, getting stuck on that couch, that paint color, you're missing out on who that person is and how you, True. and you're missing out on selfishly. You're missing out on the jewels and, and the encouragement and the friendship and the laughs, the the joy of being invited into someone's home and I'm not talking about the physical home at all. I'm talking about into their life, into their mind, into their space. And I mean, that is like I mean, we take that for granted. People are inviting us over all the time and we're attacking them. People are just like, "Man, this is my home, man. This is what's going on." And what we've learned to do is instead of like embracing that and enjoying it, we've learned to as like when we pull up to the curb, look at that driveway. <laughs> that driveway hasn't been paved in three it, years. It looks you know? awful. My God, yeah. don't they realize what's wrong with them? Oh, they both have new cars. What do they think they are? You know? Oh, wow. Or oh, look at that jalopy. You know, it's like <laughs> you can't win. The, the, you theologically, can't win. your belief system. Guess what? You're not gonna agree with me, okay? Fine, I don't mind that, and I'm, you know, this, and and that's what that's what like at the end of this this whole thing that 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 uh I I kind of this journey like I'm I'm on a new chapter. Um, what I learned was that man was like, you know, back to Joanne, back to Anna, like they're on beautiful journeys, they're great people, it, they they're both. It's the same God, you know, and even across uh, religions, it's the same God. It's the same thing we're looking for. Uh, yeah, some people dress differently because of what they believe. Some people act and behave differently. Some people, whatever. It's, there's cultural differences. There's race differences. There's there's many differences, but but. We've all got the same dad, the same Abba, the same source, the same universe. And it's like, you know, and I think I was saying this to you, I don't know, before, I don't know if it was during this when we started or right before. Um, You know, I could fight with someone like someone could say uh, something about you. Like Derek, Derek never does this. And I'm like, man, <laughs> me and Derek joke about that. All, he would never do that. You know what I mean? Derek Derek doesn't do he hates he hates sushi, let's say. You know what I mean? I'm like Scandalous. Listen, me and Derek love sushi. We go, we eat you know, sushi all the time. We eat sushi and they're like, "No, he doesn't. He hates it. He hates it." And it's like, but maybe maybe one time you at one time you didn't like it at one time and or maybe you know, I'm just saying at that moment. So we could fight about that or we could just be like, "I like hanging out with Derek." You know what I'm saying? Derek is cool. Derek's my dude. Yeah, my dude. He's my dude too. 
instead of being like, well, he, he no, 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 you're did lying. You, you know, did you know? Yeah, did you know? Do you know the real story? And this is like, this is very, theo- it's like getting <laughs> theological about Derek it right now. True, Do you yeah. know why he doesn't like sushi? Actually, it's a long story. Okay. It's a long story. So in 1983. When he was <laughs> yeah, when he was little, his mother smashed a sushi on his head. And, you know, it's like, yo, you know, like we're really just. And if we if we understood, like, and, and you know, I, uh, you know, I don't agree with everything Kyle says. You know, our friend Kyle. Mm-hmm. But damn it, he says a lot of cool stuff that I agree with. Agreed. And and one of the things that I like is that, you know, because he's, he's going in a very, like, if we don't get caught up in the details and what kind of couch he has and and if we can do that with each other, he's going in a beautiful direction. Because if, if, if I mean, it's, it's pretty logical, you know, if God lives in you, you're divine. Okay, cool. So if you're divine, I got to like really respect and love you. Oh, okay. That's pretty cool too. So the God, same God in me is the same God in you. Yeah. Yeah. Even though you're like from the other side of the world and, and you pray different and like, and I don't do that. And I kind of like, I, you know, I cross my legs and I like, you know, whatever. And I meditate and you think that's from the devil. And, you know, it's like, well, you know what? Like we got to like expand. And I think that a lot of the ideology that Kyle's talking about it, um, it fits in nicely, man, you know, with, with, with positive love you know he's like you know we're love we're you know the all these kind of messaging you know uh getting rid of the opinions of others for who you are i mean there there's so you can be you i mean there's some some great stuff there and i really do believe we're in a, we're in a recon you know as christians we're in a reconstruction period uh, like me as a christian uh we're in a reconstruction period and the Christianity, it is my hope that we end up with is going to look nothing, nothing like the one we're leaving. Mm. And, um, and that's just for us, you know, as a, as a group, let's say, but maybe there'll be some reconstruction in some other faiths. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping maybe that for all I know, the, the way the way that I receive God in universe. I'm pretty sure, you know, this message is coming to, to many. I don't think this message is just coming up to me and you, Derek. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think this message is and, and, and there's many people who are getting this these new kind of way of looking at things, you know, and um Oh, that's what I was going to say too, Mike, about, let, let me just jump to some comments real quick. Navi says that still full of judgment based off religion, even though we worship the same God. Um, and I even think too, like they're the reverberation of that, because when you're in the realm of God, you're talking about why we're here and what life, what the meaning of life is. So that obviously people take that very seriously, but that has reverberated into all sorts of like even cultural arguments if people have lost religion in America, in some cases it's been replaced by politics, which is even worse. And oh, yeah. so people really dig their heels in about how they feel. Navi does add that I remember when my religion was MC Hammer. So much judgment. <laughs> <laughs> so much judgment and such large pants. Um, 
<laughs> such Johnny Whitfield. Uh, Johnny says probably the hardest thing to do is validate your authentic self. So when we are stuck in dogma yeah. and everything mm. seems so serious and everybody seems everybody's convinced they're right and everybody's convinced that everybody else is wrong, um, it makes the it makes life a very serious, uh, more serious than it needs to be. And, and, and then we, again, get obsessed with those individual differences and stuff like that. Um, but, but what you're talking about, Mike, reminds me of, uh, it reminds me of the thing, one of my favorite things you've ever said to me, which is like, you know, we aren't, uh, we are nicer to random people that we just met than we are to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so if I meet a new person, like, why would I be like horrible to them? And yet when I have a bad set, I'm like, I should move back home. I am the worst person. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that negative self-talk yeah. is really um, pretty ingrained. So similarly, if you were to go, could you imagine somebody, you know, you just made a friend, they invite you over to their house. Could you imagine walking into their apartment for the first time and being like, ugh. <laughs> like yeah oh my god you have that why do you have that painting on the wall that's like the that's actually a pretty dumb painting like you know what's no circumstances would any rational person do that and yet when we engage in uh Mm -hmm. the 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 realm of ideas we don't really have a can you hear me i can hear got you back you're back okay cool when we engage in the realm of ideas and conversation more and more it seems in america today we're not afraid to be like, yeah, your couch, that idea of a couch, it's really ugly and stupid. Off and let me t- jump. Let me, let me tell you I'm glad you, you went there because, yes, <laughs> off jump though. That, Which is insane. What's crazy is, like, you remember how you were saying, in your, how you, you, the way you were explaining, you were like, to someone you just met, what's scary is that politics being combined with religion, all right, here's an equation, politics plus religion, plus splitting thinking, equals I cannot know you, see you for the first time, and tell you that your couches suck. (laughs) And that if your couches suck, then pretty much you suck too. Yes. And not only your couches suck, and because of that you suck, but all your friends who think that those couches are cool, <laughs> lame as they hell. also suck. <laughs> and this is it's, and it's what's a... incredible <laughs> is how just plain stupid it is to actually think that makes sense. Like yeah, right. it just it's like, hi, I've completely turned off all thinking mechanisms in my brain. Mm. And here I go. You know, <laughs> let's just operate from a place of hatred. Shut down all the critical thinking and yeah, all the niceness just, and compassion. Yeah, I hate let those me, couches. Let me tell everybody so why I'm wrong you. about everything. <laughs> yeah, and, and, we, I would, and it's, I, it's crazy. I would circle back to Mike. Also, like there is this becomes a question of, like you said, what we want versus what we need, hmm. and what what appreciating everyone's couch requires, of course, is an openness. And a, a sort of like base compassion, Jack Cornfield would say, we are loving aware, awareness. We are loving kindness. That's who mm. we are. Kyle would say that too. And, you know, it, it's, it's, 
what we want in life is often dictated by things kind of outside of ourselves or the society at large or the things we are made to feel we want. <clears throat> but nevertheless, we feel pretty certain about that. What we need is a bit more nebulous. Um, obviously, there are the basics, food, shelter, water. Uh, we need those things. But what do we need to become a better person, a more evolved version of ourselves, to become a more compassionate person? What do we need wow. to live lighter? That's more difficult to predict or to say. And uh, the only answer that I could, the only kind of concrete answer that I could come up with to that is what you need is, in fact, the things that God or the universe is presenting to you. And so that is almost, you know, that's in some ways the meaning of faith, that that requires a leap of faith to believe that. I do happen to have taken that leap of faith, and I think it's important to do. Um, And if that is the case, that what you need is what you are being presented with, I think that helps a person stand on a more solid ground and have that level of openness that allows us to not feel so judgmental about every person and every situation that we find ourselves in. Mm. Um, Leaf here says, uh, what you two describe sounds like the comments section of these news, sports, etc. outlets. (laughs) It's so true, man. Every like YouTube comment. It's so funny. You'll see like a YouTube video. And it's about, it, it'll be like, say it's a, about LeBron, right? Then by the time you get into the fifth comment on YouTube, it's an intense debate about something that's completely unrelated to the oh, video gotcha. itself. Yeah, it just you know? kept going. <laughs> It's you, you just know, like everybody's just. Well, I want to argue so bad. I want to prove that I'm right so bad about about yeah. anything. <laughs> but that's when she, it's like you you once you get caught up in that like uh, web, that's it. Yeah, I mean, whew. I, I often think of Ramdas saying, "Look, I don't argue with people because karmically I can't afford it," and which is a, a decent way of thinking yes. about arguing. Like, I just don't want to get all worked up for no reason, you know, and then I then I carry that with me and then I'm making my life more difficult. <laughs> it's rarely worth it to argue with somebody about anything. <laughs> you, you know what, too? I want to uh, do a little illustration about want and need because I think it was really like what you were saying actually gave me these these thoughts while I was listening to you. Like um, going back to the couch, um, we may want that person to change their couch and get the couch that we like. But maybe what we need is to sit on that couch that we don't like with that person and build with the person on the couch that we don't like. That's kind of the game of life. <laughs> yes. And <laughs> that's kind of what I'm meaning in, you know, in that comment because it's like, when I look back, the couch that I was given, I hate. Oh, my God. It's the worst. <laughs> it's the worst couch. Like, there's so many couches. Yeah. Everybody Why this couch? Nice... <laughs> so, but it was the couch that I needed because that couch gave me 
layers of blessing. Like in a way that I couldn't even, like, I couldn't even dream of asking for what it gave me. So that's something, man. What, you know, that couch, you know, and it, and that's what I kind of mean, like want, need, want, need. You know, I want this, but I need this couch. Right. And I didn't, and the thing that this is, you know, it, you know, at the end of the day, a lot of this stuff that once you walk these journeys and these spiritual walks, I mean, they're rough. <laughs> it's it's shockingly not easy. They're rough. I mean, it's like the hardest possible thing. They're craziness. Like what the? And and you walk them, and you and you look back, and it's yeah. I can I can look back. Um, like I like I put up a video from Paramore for this song Twenty Six Alive. Um, because it's like it's like my go to song when I'm feeling down. And um, she says in the beginning, she said this album. And it's, it's an old album. And she says, I, it's been long enough now that I can say, you know, it was born from a lot of pain. But she says, it's been long enough that I can say it was worth it. Mm. And that is like, that's what I'm talking about, you know? You know, what you need, you're not going to feel good about it until much later. Oftentimes, that is very much the case, and and that's all I'm kind of saying. That's like the, that's where that that comment came from, you know. And it's like you don't want who who would want that? Who would want to right. go through anything yep. uncomfortable? Oh, <laughs> a, a C.S. Lewis quote comes to mind. Um, he says that we God. He says God has a magnificent uh, ship. I, I'm I'm butchering it. Because I can't remember exactly, but I'm going to, this is paraphrase. He's like, God has a magnificent trip at sea. Like a beautiful ship planned for us. But for some reason, we want to stay on the shore and play on the mu- in the mud. Sure. And that's what I'm talking about. That couch you don't like, mm-hmm. that's the journey at sea. Yeah, it is, man. It's true. Now you want to stay and play in the mud. Okay. You can even force that couch that that you like into that spot. Mm-hmm. You can force it somehow, manipulate and hurt somebody, and just to get that couch in there. Sure, but that ain't gonna be that blessing, right? And that ain't gonna happen if you believe in a reincarnation kind of thing. You will need to sit on that couch sooner or later. <laughs> right. And see, so I like no what you said. there's no escaping that couch. <laughs> see, and I like what you said, if you believe. Because see, this is the thing. Listen, me and Derek, we're no experts. But we've been looking around for this year and change that we've been doing this show. And there's way more similarities. You know, you look at reincarnation, you look at this, you look at that. I love how you tie that in because whether or not you believe in that and that we're like here to get something in this life or you believe in this other concept, the couch is still relevant. (laughs) And that's what we got to learn, people. You know, right. The couch is still relevant. It's very important. The couch you're sitting on, the couches that you are invited to sit on. 
it's very relevant. It doesn't matter. You you might you might you might be in touch with your past person. You got a guide. You might you might not believe in any of that. You might just whatever is is happening in your journey. That's still very important. And I think that once we can when we can stand on concepts like that without theology, without oh, why do you have those curtains? Oh, those aren't the right curtains. They let a lot of light in. No, that's, you know, the, you know, like if we can stop doing that. Yes. I mean, bro, the, the progress and the love um, that we can create and generate and the good energy. Because um, the truth is like, you know, content content. It was birthed on the idea of being content right now where you are. Yes. It's base, It's counterculture. It's not we're we're not here saying, you know, do this at, at eight in the morning, drink this special brew, then you know, run ten laps, and then and then you know, <laughs> stand on your head for three seconds, and then you, do you, this. You can do and that, and you'll if be you just, just as amazing as we are. You know, it just it seems I hard mean, to do that. <laughs> that's not at all what we're saying. Is the the goal of this show of me and Derek talking of, of bringing you guys in? The point of it is. We hope that after listening to the conversation, commenting, that we put you in, into a space where you're like, wow, I'm happy right now. I'm going through this journey. It's not easy. I'm grateful. I'm thankful. I love myself. I'm not perfect. Neither is anyone else. You know, like these types of thoughts where, yeah, I want to be the king of New York. I want to be whatever you're, whatever you're chasing, you know, the, the, the best sales. I want to be number one salesman at, at, at the dealership. I want to be, you know, the best surgeon at my hospital. Fine. But if you think that way, once you're the surgeon, the best one, now you want to be the chief. Now you want, and you're never, ever going to be content. There is, there is a way. I'm just saying there is a way to be on that journey, do it, be the best surgeon, maybe even be the chief. But none of those things connect to your content life. You know, we have to get to the point in our lives where circumstances don't dictate who we are. The opinions of others don't tell me who I am. You have to get, you know... And it is God in you. You don't get this strength from you. That's my opinion. And, you know, I stand on that. But the strength I have right now as I'm talking and the, and the confidence and, and the conviction I have about these ideas, it ain't from me. It's from me working with God, me working with the universe, me working with source. Put me through things that I, I got to a point where I could never turn my back on, on God, on source, on I can't. If I did, I just can't. Mm. And but it was through difficulties. It was through pain. You know, it was through. We're we're here a little bit to torture each other, I believe. <laughs> I'm sorry. A, you know, I know there's a lot of people it, on this it, wave. It's kind of the reality. I know there's a lot of people on this wave of, you know, everything's supposed to be gravy. Da, 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 don't disturb, you know. I'm I'm here. My legs are crossed. I'm floating in the air. Don't bother me. 
you know mm-hmm. i'm transcending i'm doing all kinds of stuff i'm i'm in this place leave me alone you know epk said something too remember she said to me uh that i i went to the because i go to this spot on my on my nature walk yes and, and i and i get i got to this place and it was so amazing you know when i was meditating there yeah and when i came back it was like damn i'm back here <laughs> <laughs> And when you and I stopped doing That's it because it was too. I I will not try to do that again. I remember you telling me about that. You're very upset. I won't do that again. <laughs> I'm not going to sit there and try to get to that place. I don't blame Why? you. Why? Because I'm not. Because it it makes this place suck. Yeah. Right. And that's not. <laughs> it's good. like. You know, that's like, kind of what she said to you too. She was like, you know, it's it was important to you. But if you uh, want to recharge, yeah, she was like, not where you're at now. <laughs> she was saying it in a very loving nice way very diplomatic way yes very nice way you know uh which i appreciate because if, if yeah. not i might not have received it so well this is true um and it's you know it's true you know you, yeah you can go there you can elevate you can listen i gotta i could i could do it and i could probably do it more if i put my focus into that sure but that ain't what i'm here for and she right. she said it she's right i know it in my heart yeah i'm here for this i'm here for what i'm doing i'm here for the for the book I'm working on, for for the album I'm working on, for what me and you are doing, for what I'm doing in my family, the work I'm doing, that's what I'm here for. Now, maybe I don't honestly know about, I have, I just have, you know, when it comes to past lives, all that type of stuff, we're here for the, I got a big, giant question mark. <laughs> See you? Boop. Yeah. Agreed. You know, and look, I disappeared. Mike, you're slipping away. <laughs> I'm slipping away, guys. That's it. I'm going into the next realm. It was nice knowing left. all of you. It's, oh, it's, it's no. great. Um, I'm gone. Goodbye. That is very Matrixy, dude. Oh, <laughs> guys, I'm I'm in the other we're, realm. We're Bye. Delving into the spirit realm. Wow, that is that is. Uh, what was the show um, from the '60s? Uh, I don't know, that's that's quite a that's quite a superpower you got over there, Mike. Yeah, I do that all the time. I, I first time I do it on camera. Uh, you know, if you've never I met go into Mike in person, state. you do know he's an ethereal being, right? <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I'm not. You know, uh, listen, the secrets out, guys. But that derailed your point there, Mike. You you were you were saying, what the hell was I saying? <laughs> do you know? I, I if you don't, I don't, and we can just move on. I don't know. Well. <laughs> Let's, uh, he goes sunk in place. Oh no! Well, Mike, I, I think you were on such a good point, actually, that the universe began to dematerialize you, which may yes, have made so. you were you were you were grasping into the realm of enlightenment, which is uh, a dangerous and yet a very exciting place to be. Uh, yeah. Let's let's see if Johnny can can bring us on home here. Maybe we struggle with what we want because we have not acknowledged gratitude for our basic needs being met. That's a point A, man. I'm with you on that. I uh, I would tend to agree with that. And you know, when I and speaking about like the openness that we ought to have walking through this life, a gratitude for the things that we do have is probably very important in order to appreciate. Uh, other people's things and I, I don't mean yeah. you know the things that they own but the th- things that they bring into conversation and bring into the world um yeah and you often talk mike about gratitude how that it's is, foolproof uh, very very important gratitude is foolproof yeah no matter right. what's going on you're it's foolproof like it, you can be in the lowest point 
that's what I that's where I go. It's like when I'm you know like when you get a headache you go for your your Advils. Mm-hmm. Spiritually, when I'm getting a spiritual like I'm in a spiritual mess, mm-hmm. I go for gratitude. I grab my that's my pills. Gratitude. I'm right. thankful. What are you thankful for? This, 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 this. And it really is it's a big help. I mean, sometimes this, the headache is still there, you know, like when you right. take Advils, if it's a bad headache, mm-hmm. it's still kind of there, but it's better. True. Gratitude will always make it better. Always. Mm. And it, it like, it, yeah, it helps to ground oneself and have a level of appreciation that is, I think, easier to then bring out into the world. Um. Which I think is a, a great point, Mike. And I'll tell you what, man. Who knows? Maybe you should start this uh, this tradition of sparking some conversation at six thirty in the morning. <laughs> Starting like, trouble, right? It's like fishing, you know. Start the, a little the trouble. Early, the early bird gets the worm. Get the wheel spinning. <laughs> no, but it was actually it was is it ended up you know, and that's it's also too how you approach something, you know. That's true. Because that could that could have been a debate. No, God. God doesn't laugh at you. God can't laugh because I, God is not, you know, da da da. Or we could have got into like all types of, you know, and or, and hurt each other. That's yeah, the certainly. danger with these this theologicalness, right? You know, um, you can hurt each other bad, man. Oh yeah, I mean, it's very serious. The internet is full of church hurt, man. Oh, it's yeah. full of people deconstructing. It's full of people, you know. Christianity, like if in case you haven't gotten the, the email, it's a wrap, man. <laughs> the way we know it, it's got. It's got. You can thank your evangelicals for that if if that pisses you <clears throat> off and you're really like dogmatic. They kind of ruined um, it for everybody. Yeah, you can thank them, man. Send them the thank you notes, man. Because they 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 put a pin in that balloon. You can address that to Mike Pence. <laughs> yeah, so send them the send them send them the whole thing, man. Because because not only did they alienate people who already didn't want to have nothing to do with 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 Christianity. Yeah, they alienated people who were they, already in the gang. They made people in the camp say, "I'm out. Well, <laughs> I'm, I can't, this I is can't a wrap." With this. They were like, "I already was seeing this, but now on this level." <laughs> it's too blatant. They were deny. They were like in denial. They were still there, but in denial. Like that's right. Yeah, but they yeah, well, you know this you know, and that. I, I mean, know the. I know the pastor did this, and, <laughs> and he says this, and he tells us we're robbing God. And I know I can't pay my bills, but but it's God's will. You know, he took people from that to like, nah, this is enough. You know, mm-hmm. so you can you can thank this whole uh, political marriage with religion, which man. The love affair, right? Yes. When will that end? Like this is like throughout history. <laughs> the love affair of religion and politics. That's like, man, those those two love each other, man. They do indeed. Got well, a strong Mike. bond. I mean, people can't stay married for 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 ten years. It's hard. <laughs> but religion and politics. Wow, they they really. We should uh, actually. They should give. They should give marriage advice. They should. That's true. They should have a show. <laughs> to to help married people, like how do you do it? How, I mean, you guys have been together for thousands of years. Like, how do you do it? How do you do it? And I want to know. I would be fascinated to know what the answer is to that. <laughs> Me too. I I wish we could just like personify them both, and just have and have them on the show, and just just 
I'd be a fly on the wall, bro. I wouldn't say. I'd just let them get into it and just say what yeah. they gotta say. But they might be united over all the wrong things. They might be united over greed and power and stuff. And that maybe uh But again, well, there's two do. things to learn: how to be and how not to be. So uh, you know. I'm sure they both agree on the couch. <laughs> the couch the that couch, they have, both of them. Yeah, it's the same couch. It's the same couch for sure. <laughs> I'm positive. <laughs> Uh, well, listen, Mike, uh, great couch discussion today. And hey, you're welcome on my couch anytime. Uh, <laughs> Same <yeah>. here. <laughs> <laughs> we, uh, we just, you know what? We just, uh, if we had a sponsor, it would be great if they were a furniture store right that's now. That's right. Maybe a Bob's furniture we'd have, type yeah, situation. We'd have people run into the store right now. like <laughs> <laughs> I got to get a new couch. Testing each other too, like couples, like. What's I like this couch. And be like, oh yeah, wow, well, oh, do I have to? Nice, do I have to like this couch now? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, or am, or, am, or am I like not opening myself up to a blessing? <laughs> um, see, that's what I'm saying. That's what theology does. That now we got literalists, exactly. Biblicists. Right? Who'll be like, so after no, this conversation, there's going to be understand. some literalist biblicists who are going to go to actual couches. That's right. Go to the nearest Raymore and Flanagan. Yeah, right now the literalist. Are on their way right now. They're like, let's go. Let's see about couches. I'm I think I have a coupon. No, I'm the, no, no. no that's go. the kind of couch they were talking about. It's a spiritual couch, man. <laughs> and then the then the person goes, let's get it delivered. And they go, you can't deliver a spiritual couch. No, we, we have, have to, to take it. We it. have to do the work. We, we have, have to carry that yoke. couch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cut it out. It's it's good to joke about this stuff, man. <laughs> There's well, a lot of healing in it, in joking. Agreed. I agree. The cosmic sense of humor, Mike, it's very important. Indeed. All righty, right. senor. Thanks, for everybody, for tuning in. Um, Thank you. We'll you got anything you Wednesday? What we got Wednesday, you know who I got Wednesday is Ben Tomasetti, uh, who, if you remember, he was on our, um, on our uh, quarantine confessions episode with Harrison and Giovanna. Um, and Ben just came out with a new album as well. So, uh, oh, nice. It'll be a good discussion. Good to talk to Ben. Um, and uh, yeah, tune in. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. I think this is a fun episode. Yeah, it was fun. Thank you, guys. And thank you for uh, the, the conversation, Anna and Joanne. Agreed. It really sparked a wonderful discussion. Agreed. Thank you, guys. All right, everybody. Have a nice day. <laughs>